Hi, this is Kelly, and this is God, Dreams, and Really Good Coffee. I hope you guys are doing well today, and I hope you are taking some time to just relax a little bit in this crazy, crazy holiday season, because it is crazy. (laughs) But anyway, I'm so glad that you're here, and I'm going to try to keep this one kind of short and sweet today. But there are some things that I really want to talk about. And they're all good. (laughs) So stay tuned. Grab your favorite cup of coffee and uh, maybe some tea and just sit back and listen. Uh, Again, this is Kelly Langston, and I'm really glad you're here. But I have to tell you what I'm drinking right now. And I might have to change the name of this podcast to God Dreams and Really Good Tea because I drink a lot of tea, too. But I am drinking mint basil tea again. But here's the catch. I'm drinking mint basil with just a few pieces of a star from a star anise uh, herb. And did you know that I am told that star anise is, it has the component in it that is used to make Tamiflu. Yes, I have heard that is true. So I add, I take, I have a a bag of star anise that I got. I think I got this, um, spice and tea store. They sell spices and I grabbed a bag of dried starnies. And I usually take about a half of one. I kind of crunch off the points from the star and put them in my tea as I'm steeping. And I do that a lot during cold and flu season. Am I a doctor? No, I am not. (laughs) But I'm just telling you that uh, we've been pretty healthy and I give God the credit for that. And I'm very thankful. But that's just one of the things that I even love the flavor of. So give it a try and uh, hope you enjoy it. Okay, so let's get right into the meat of what I want to talk about. There's, oh my goodness, there's just so much I want to tell you. And, and there's so much that is on my heart about the need to stay under the shelter and the shadow of the wings of God, according to Psalm 91, and how that is the safest place to be right now. I also want to talk, and I will be talking about the need to hear from God. And I, that's God dreams in really good coffee. God is speaking right now, and we really, really need to listen. But also, I want to share some stories. There are... 2021 has been a hard year. Uh, I know I've lost a relative to COVID and a lot of people have lost people. So I know I'm very aware that the holiday season might be a bittersweet time for many people. And my heart really goes out to you if, if you are someone who is missing a loved one. Um, my saying that I believe with all my heart is if it kills, steals, or destroys, it is not God behind it. If it's something that has killed, it is stolen, or it is destroyed, we know from scripture that the enemy comes to kill, kill, steal, and destroy. So a lot of people that are going through hard times are asking God, why did you do this? And I want you to know that we live in a fallen world and the enemy still manages to kill, steal, and destroy. So if something like that has happened, you know, let's put the blame where it belongs. 
It's the enemy. So what do we do? Because we're still here, right? And this is a fallen world. Well, I have been just immersed in Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And it goes through a series of things that he will protect you from the pestilence. He will protect you from the arrows that fly in the noonday and the the uh, destruction that comes at night. I might have that reversed, but there is a protection there. But the catch is there's a condition, and that is you have to stay in the shadow of the Almighty and the shelter of the Most High. So when you see all these things going on right now, you've got to go back to that place. We have to stay in that place. And the enemy, sometimes you have to talk about strategies. He wants to entice us out of that safe place because that's where the danger is. I believe Psalm 91 with all of my heart and I've been seeing it work, but you have to stay in that place. So bad things do happen, but uh, the Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge as well. So we really need to stay in the word and, and to ask God to teach you what you need right now. I can tell you some of what he's taught me and it might be helpful, but you're in a different place. You're in a different uh, situation. You have different people and challenges. And the neat thing about God is he gives us, once we're believers in Jesus and he has become Lord of our lives, he gives us that Holy Spirit to guide us. And we've got to have that. If you are told that the Holy Spirit doesn't speak to us anymore. You you need to look at what the scripture says, because Jesus said, "I'm when I go, it's for your benefit, because I'm going to send the comforter and he's going to tell you what is to come. He's going to help you. We need that help right now. And that's a good thing. So uh, let's let's create time to listen to him. That is so important. We've got to make it a regular thing. We've got to seek him and ask God to show you things. I am seeing things right now that just amaze me that the prayers that I've prayed, that some of them were even possibly, um, I didn't realize just the magnitude of what I was asking, but God has been faithful to it. He has honored those prayers. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you a little story. My, um, son came home. He was sent home with the thing. If you know what I'm talking about, I'm not even going to give it honor of calling it up by name, but he got sent home from college with the thing. You know what I'm talking about. And Matt and I uh, had some important things coming up, especially for Matt. Um, Some things that he had been looking forward to for years. It was kind of like uh, something that was a lifetime goal that he had reached and we knew that when Alec was sent home, this thing now came home with him and we needed to uh, stay, stay safe. We needed to not catch this thing. So the first thing I did was get to some, when he came home, I prayed that Psalm 91 prayer and I put my hand on his forehead and prayed it because I know what Psalm 91 says. And it says, um, if you stay in the presence of the Almighty, if you are staying in a shadow, it does not have a right because it shall not come near you. Well, it was there. Okay. These things do happen. 
But when you know what the word of God says, you can say, no, you're, you do not have a right because this is, um, this is where the presence of God is. We are, we are staying in that presence. We are covering ourselves under the blood of the lamb. We are just like they painted the blood over the doorpost when the angel of death came through Egypt. You stay in that place. This isn't crazy stuff. This is scriptural stuff. This is what's in the Bible. And, um, I love what Kevin Zadai, this is not my phrase, but I've been listening to Kevin Zadai a lot. And he's like, if you want to bring the Bible into it, <laughs> I love that. It's not my saying, but it's true. These are biblical things. These are not new challenges that we've faced. Some of them are, they're new for this generation, but you know, people have gone through these attacks. So what do they do? You can learn from them, learn from scripture. The promises of God are true. So when my little dude came home with, with the thing, I put my hand on his forehead and said it did not have a right to be there because this was um, a place where we have pulled into the shadow of the Almighty, the shelter of the Most High. We were staying there. And I kept praying that. And then we did the things that we know to do um, to help boost our own immune systems, which this is not a healthcare blog, so I'm not going to go into them. But there are things that you can research and do. There are certain things that supplemental things that we do. And so we stayed there for a week with with that. We took multiple tests and uh, he was in our home and we did not catch it. So um, the will of God was done. And if you're somebody, this is the hard part about saying, when something really good happens to you and everybody has blessings from God, sometimes it's it's very difficult to talk about those blessings because you know that there's been somebody else that you love and care about who has been hurt by a similar thing. And, and you want to say, well, I can't talk about how I was delivered from this when somebody else has had to walk through it. And I, I understand that. And there are people that I love with all my heart. In fact, I I lost somebody who did suffer from this thing this year. With that said, we have got to talk about the goodnesses of God because they are not specific to a person. These things that God, these gifts, these promises are for anyone. They are yes in Christ. So they are for you in Christ because of what Christ did, we have access to them. And so do you in Christ. Can a Christian count on every one of God's promises in scripture and take those on as their inheritance? Well, there are two scriptures that answer that question. The first is from 2 Corinthians 1.20, and it says, For every one, every one of God's promises is yes in him. Therefore, the amen is also spoken through him, that's Jesus, by us through God's glory. And secondly, Galatians 3.23 says, If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heir according to his promise. So yes, Christians can count on God to honor the promises in his word and confidently remind our Father of these treasures in our own prayer life. However, and this is important, there is one requirement. In order for you to take hold of these precious promises as your own and my own, 
we must first be of the body of Christ. And that means we need to have accepted Jesus as the Savior of our life. And that's what it means by belonging to Christ. It all comes down to His great love for us. As a gift of free will, and it's a choice that only we can make, God chose to send His Son, Jesus, to ransom us completely from the penalty of sin. And that would mean eternal separation from God. But to be grafted into the wonderful inheritance of promises that I talk about, given by God in the Bible, we've got to choose to accept Jesus as Son of the Almighty God and believe in His sacrifice on the cross and accept Him as the Lord of our life. It's really my choice to make, which I have, and it's your choice to make. And here's the scripture. For God greatly loved and dearly prized the world that He gave His one and only begotten Son. Whoever believes and trusts in Him as a Savior shall not perish, but have eternal life. And you know that's John 3.16, and that's the Amplified Version. You know, sometimes we make it harder than it has to be, but the gospel message is really clear. Here is how you can become a Christian and have access to everything that Scripture provides, not to mention a wonderful relationship with Jesus and a personal relationship to hear Him through the Spirit, as I talk about so often. It simply comes down to this. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God. He was sent by God to be a sacrifice or a ransom and to pay the full, not partial, full price of our sin, which is eternal death and separation from God. Trust then in this same Jesus as your Lord and Savior, knowing that he rose from the dead and that we who believe in him will follow and live eternally through him. There's no other requirement other than what the Bible says in 316 of John. That decision is the most important decision you or I will ever make. So if you haven't done that, get alone with God today. Don't wait. And tell him that, yes, you want him to be savior of your life. You want him to be Lord of your life. And you accept the gift of the sacrifice and payment for your sins. We're all sinners. But Jesus came and took that shame away. He offers that to us. And he offers complete payment of our sins. And once we accept that, and we do have to make that choice. We can't just assume it. We have to make the choice. But once we do, then... We have the inheritance of promises of God, but even more, although those are wonderful, we have a relationship with Jesus and the Father through the Spirit, and He will guide us and lead us, and the Bible even says He will show you what is to come. It's a beautiful choice. Do not delay. I'm Kelly Langston. Thank you. So we have to talk about his goodnesses and certainly not give him the blame for anything that kills, steals, and destroys, because we know what that is. You know, Paul, you know, he got bit by the snake, but it did not hurt him. So it's not like these things, you know, these things come. We do have trials, but we have to go to scripture 
and learn how to deal with them. And there is the hope. Because scripture right now is so important. There are times when I'll pray that I'm dealing with something and, and I'll go into my quiet time and I'm like, God, I just need help with this. I don't understand it. I don't know how to deal with it. And I just quiet my mind and he'll start to speak in that still small voice. And that's why I have my um, journal with me to write those things down as they come. Because you will forget. You will, <laughs> you will forget we get busy and the devil wears down the saints. So he comes to steal even that knowledge. It's like the seed that gets put in shallow earth. It doesn't take root. So what we have to do is protect the soil. I had to shut my door. Sorry, my bird's downstairs. And my daughter snuck off with my great microphone, <laughs> which I love. And she's using it for a good reason. So uh, forgive me if the sound's not that great. It's just a temporary thing. But this is still an important message. So the enemy comes when he plants, the Holy Spirit plants that word. It's a fresh word. It's like manna. It's fresh for every day. When he plants it, the enemy will come like the birds and try to eat it. So we have to fight for that word. We have to hold on to it, not let go of it. So what I do is I journal it. I spend quiet time, usually in the morning. It's hard even to get a piece of quiet, but you have to fight for that quiet time too. But you, I, I write and journal. I call it my listening journal. And that's how Jesus Calling was written and uh, God Calling. There's a book that actually came before that. And I've had people come to me who were Christians and they have said that that is wrong. What you're doing is wrong. Well, you know, I had to weigh that out with, with scripture too. Why is that wrong? Why is listening to the Holy Spirit speak to you and writing it down wrong? They said, oh, well, that's automatic writing. I've searched that. That's called automatic writing and it's wrong. Well, I'm sorry, but isn't all scripture inspired too? Is that automatic writing? I'm, I'm to the point where I'm pushing back a little bit, you know, because we need God right now. And I will get a little angry about this because we need to hear scripture and we need to hear from the Holy Spirit. And those are that's a gift that Jesus died to give us. And I'm not letting anybody take that away from me. Okay? And I hope you don't either. So right now you're going to have people come and and their voices, their, you know, even Peter spoke to Jesus about, uh, well, it's not for you to go to the cross, not you, Jesus. And Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. It wasn't that Peter was a terrible person, but he had allowed the devil to, uh, to, um, to put his will. And so he spoke the things that were not of God. And, and that happens to all of us. You know, some of the most wonderful Christians that they can say things that are not God's will. And even I, I'm sure that I've done it and I ask, Lord, forgive me, but there are things that um, he can influence us to say something that is not. It's our own selfish desires. Like Peter didn't want Jesus to go to the cross. You know, that's not, that's not the vision for Jesus that he had, but Jesus was here for another purpose. So Jesus called him out on it. And so when you start to recognize the enemy, you don't blame the person. I, When God gave me a book to write, Autism's Hidden Blessings, 
I knew that I knew that I was supposed to write that book. I even kind of fought God a little bit. Well, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the platform. I don't have the publisher. And God gave me all of that. But I, it's funny because I knew it was his will. But when I went to quit my job at the time, I had, that's a long story. God even provided for us to do that because it was not something that, you know, I wanted to make sure it was right with my husband and that we could afford for me to do that. And God took care of all that. It was a miracle. He just blessed it. But when I went to tell my boss, my current boss, that I was stepping down to write a book, he laughed in my face. (laughs) He just laughed at me. But I had gotten to the point where I knew that that's how the enemy works. He comes to people, he comes at you and causes you to doubt, doubt what the word has said, has said to you, doubt scripture, doubt the goodness of God. And that's a big one. Doubting the goodness of God. Because what did Jesus do when he was on the earth? He healed. He loved people. He restored people. He gave sight to the blind. He uh, set the captives free. He overturned corruption in uh, the religious settings. Remember the temple scene? Um, That was what he did. He never brought sickness. He never killed. He never did any of those things. He came to encourage, support, help, and heal, and restore. That's God. But the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's the devil. So let's not give God the blame for what the enemy has done in this fallen world, right? Because that's, think about if that was you as a father, <laughs> wouldn't that be hard? I mean, I think about God, you know, God, we are made in his image and there's, how does that, I wonder what God, you know, does he get tired of getting the blame? I would think <laughs> probably, you know, we will know, but let's not, he's a good father and he, he, he's such a good God and he's given us all these wonderful promises that we need to search right now. So I'm going back to spending time with God. It is imperative right now to spend time with him and you don't have to be perfect because that's the other thing the enemy will do is like, well, God's not going to talk to you right now because you really messed up big yesterday. Well, that, that happens, but you know what? Jesus has forever perfected you. Once you become a child of of Jesus, once you are uh, accepted him as Lord and and Savior of your life, you are forever perfected. There is no condemnation whatsoever. So whatever the devil throws at you there saying you don't have a right to hear from God or you're not going to hear from God, you just tell him that's a lie and to beat it because Jesus has forever perfected, forever So we go, we come in humility and in gratitude. Uh, The the Bible talks about that. We approach in thanksgiving. We submit our petitions before the king. And then we listen. (laughs) We listen because he wants to talk. He has a voice. And I love that. And so that's really all I wanted to talk to you today about. But there is so much. One of the things I really want to talk about is how we can get our messages out right now when Cancel culture is everywhere and, and they're even burning Christmas trees, which I'm not even going to go into that, but how do you get that message out? But you do, and there are ways and we have to get a little creative and it's also different for one person than another. And the other thing is look around where you are right now, because there are people right now that I know 
are hurting and could use just a little encouragement. And you know what? Social media is not the best place to get that. I mean, that's where a lot of people go when they're hurting. And I I see people that are really suffering online and they're talking about their losses. But what they really need is somebody around them to go and give them a hug. Yeah, I'm going to say give them a hug. Just tell them that God loves them and that he is with them and he will restore. He will give them beauty for the ashes that the enemy has tried to dump on them. Jesus came to give us beauty for those ashes and to hold on because the dawn is coming. Just to hold on. It's always darkest before the dawn, my grandfather used to say. So that's that's uh, today's podcast. So stay tuned because I want to talk a little bit about publishing um, and other options that we can have to get our message out. It can even be as simple as sending a, a sweet little gift to some ladies that have had an impact in your life as one of my friends did. And it meant so much to me. And she sent a book to um, all of her friends. And I'm telling you what, those little things matter and they make the biggest difference. And you are walking out the will of God and you think, oh, it's a little thing. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So God bless you. I have been working on um, digital planners and digital uh, a dream journal. And I will put a little promo at the end to tell you about that. But if you use an iPad or a tablet, uh, it doesn't. It's you can print them off, but it's designed with hyperlinked, clickable links that go from month to month. And you can use apps like GoodNotes and or NoteShelf. And you um, open that planner up, and you can write. What I do is, uh, when I spend my t- quiet time with God, I write. In the, I said that there's a format that I've included in this uh, digital planner and digital dream journal. There's a format and that you can just write it out and write, you know, spend your quiet time and then write what he says to you, write it down. And then you kind of close it. And the neat thing about a digital journal for iPads or, or Google tablets is that in these apps, you can search, it searches handwritings. So if I remember that the Lord brought up Psalm 91 to me, I can search Psalm 91 and it will go through that journal for, you know, I usually get a new journal every year and it'll find every instance of my own handwriting that it's that, you know, I've written that so I can really go and see the process of what God is teaching me over time. It might be that I'm dreaming about certain things that keep coming up and I want to know what the Bible says. A tree is a good example. When you dream about a tree, you you think about Nebuchadnezzar dreaming of himself as the tree and it was cut down. That a lot of times trees are significant like leaders in, in scripture. And so when I dream of a tree, I, I go to scripture. I can tell you more about that and I'm going to do a podcast on that as well. But anyway, I'm going to put um, some information at link in my show notes to the planners. If you have somebody that has an iPad and they love to journal, help me out and share that with them. Um, It's just something that helps support my ministry. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas season. I pray that you thank God by loving someone else and watch how that comes back to you. It just does. The joy comes back. I love you all. And take care. God bless.
a Christian count on every one of God's promises in scripture and take those on as their inheritance? Well, there are two scriptures that answer that question. The first is from 2 Corinthians 1.20, and it says, For every one, every one of God's promises is yes in him. Therefore, the amen is also spoken through him, that's Jesus, by us through God's glory. And secondly, Galatians 3.23 says, If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heir according to his promise. So yes, Christians can count on God to honor the promises in his word and confidently remind our Father of these treasures in our own prayer life. However, and this is important, there is one requirement. In order for you to take hold of these precious promises as your own and my own, we must first be of the body of Christ. And that means we need to have accepted Jesus as the Savior of our life. And that's what it means by belonging to Christ. It all comes down to his great love for us as a gift of free will. And it's a choice that only we can make. God chose to send his son, Jesus, to ransom us completely from the penalty of sin. And that would mean eternal separation from God. But to be grafted into the wonderful inheritance of promises that I talk about, given by God in the Bible, we've got to choose to accept Jesus as Son of the Almighty God and believe in His sacrifice on the cross and accept Him as the Lord of our life. It's really my choice to make, which I have, and it's your choice to make. And here's the scripture. For God greatly loved and dearly prized the world that He gave His one and only begotten Son, whoever believes and trusts in Him as a Savior shall not perish, but have eternal life. And you know that's John 3.16, and that's the Amplified Version. You know, sometimes we make it harder than it has to be, but the gospel message is really clear. Here is how you can become a Christian and have access to everything that Scripture provides, not to mention a wonderful relationship with Jesus and a personal relationship to hear Him through the Spirit, as I talk about so often. It simply comes down to this. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God. He was sent by God to be a sacrifice or a ransom and to pay the full, not partial, full price of our sin, which is eternal death and separation from God. Trust then in this same Jesus as your Lord and Savior, knowing that he rose from the dead and that we who believe in him will follow and live eternally through him. There's no other requirement other than what the Bible says in 316 of John. That decision is the most important decision you or I will ever make. So if you haven't done that, get alone with God today. Don't wait. And tell him that, yes, you want him to be savior of your life. You want him to be Lord of your life. And you accept the gift of the sacrifice and payment for your sins. We're all sinners. But Jesus came and took that shame away. He offers that to us. And he offers complete payment of our sins. And once we accept that, and we do have to make that choice. We can't just assume it. We have to make the choice. But once we do, then... We have the inheritance of promises of God, but even more, (laughs) although those are wonderful, we have a relationship with Jesus and the Father through the Spirit, and He will guide us and lead us, and the Bible even says He will show you what is to come. It's a beautiful 
choice. Do not delay. I'm Kelly Langston. Thank you.